Hello and welcome to Jonathan's Verdicts. I'm Jonathan Simeone. The title of this episode is Never Biden. The verdict for this episode is Coronavirus has shown why Joe Biden is a terrible candidate. As always, I don't edit these podcast episodes and I don't have a script. They are just a chance for me to talk about what's on my mind. So let me be clear. Donald Trump is the worst president this country has had since slavery. I don't care uh, that Donald Trump is the worst president we've had since slavery because we cannot continue to vote for the lesser of two evils. We can't continue to vote for the lesser of two candidates who do the bidding of the corporate masters and work against the common good of the American people. Coronavirus has really made this clear. In the last few weeks, 22 million Americans have lost their jobs. Reports say roughly 10 million people have lost their health insurance. Let me say that again. During a global pandemic, roughly 10 million people have lost their health insurance. On the other hand, though, the stock market has had its best two-week run since 1938. Why many small businesses are probably not going to survive, large corporations are somehow getting money from the Small Business Payroll Protection Plan in the last stimulus bill. And why banks are giving money to large corporations it may take months for many poor people to get their $1,200 check that will now have Donald Trump's signature on it. There's no question that Donald Trump's incompetency, arrogance, ignorance, narcissism has led to thousands of Americans dying who wouldn't have died with an acceptable president. But the problem is the pandemic has also shown the problems of Joe Biden's campaign. While 10 million people have lost their health insurance, Joe Biden's idea to woo progressives is to lower the Medicare age from 65 to 60. Now, most health insurance corporations, I bet, would welcome that. People between 60 and 65 are, as a whole, sicker than people under 60 years old. So this may not even be objectionable to the health insurance corporations. But just to put this big idea into context, uh, 
In 2010, Democrats were talking about, and ultimately didn't do, putting the Medicare age at 55. Hillary Clinton had a proposal to make the Medicare age 55 in 2016. In 2020, during a global pandemic, the likes of which hasn't been seen in 102 years, Joe Biden's big idea is less progressive than what Hillary Clinton was talking about four years ago. That's appalling. If anything, this situation has demonstrated why universal health care is so critical, why Medicare for all is the only solution. All this nonsense about if you like your health insurance, you can keep it, that Biden and the centrists were talking about during the whole campaign, has been laid to waste by coronavirus. Ten million people, I'm sure, during a global pandemic would love to still have health insurance. But guess what? They don't. And we tell them as a country, please stay home. We're not going to offer you new jobs. Guess what? We're not going to offer you health insurance either. Now they say if you get coronavirus uh, or COVID-19, excuse me, if you get you know COVID-19 from coronavirus, that they will cover your expenses. Well, what if you happen to lose your job, lose your health insurance, and you get cancer or diabetes or a heart attack or you fall and break your leg? Then what? You don't have coverage anymore. You don't have a way to pay those bills. And the whole neocon, neoliberal idea of globalization outsourcing everything, build it for the cheapest price, which Biden has supported for decades by voting for NAFTA, WTO, giving China permanent trade, favored trade status. Biden voted for all of these trade deals. And that culture of globalization that those trade deals caused means that America doesn't manufacture its own PPE, protective personal protective equipment. It means that America didn't have enough ventilators on hand. Even things like the nasal swabs used to do the testing for coronavirus are in short supply. Compounds used in the testing process largely come from China and are in short supply. Many of our prescription medications are running out because they are manufactured overseas. So, again, the philosophy embodied by Joe Biden of corporations first, globalization, has been proven to be a failure. The idea of tying 
health insurance to an employee to a job has been proven a failure. Now, now many of us knew all of these things were wrong for a long time. But the idea that faced with what is now remarkably obvious, the best the Democratic Party can do is Joe Biden and lowering the Medicare age to 60 is embarrassing. Nancy Pelosi and the House Democrats have had three bills now, three bills. None of them have provided people with even close to adequate relief. There were so many better options. I covered some of them in a previous post about increasing Social Security benefits and giving people cash on food stamps and and the like. There were so many ways this could have been done. But they chose the dumbest, most least efficient way to roll out a vastly insufficient amount of money. And this is why never Biden really matters. Yes, Donald Trump winning another term would be a disaster. But as long as we keep saying we're willing to accept the lesser corporate-owned, the lesser of the corporate puppets, nothing in this country will change. If during a pandemic we can't be outraged by 10 million people losing health insurance, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for people to realize the failures of the American capitalist system? We have recently begun discussing the disparities in the number of people being infected and killed uh, by race. The media talks about this like it's news. Like, wow, all these black people are suddenly dying from coronavirus or from COVID-19. <laughs> Anyone who thinks about this stuff at all knew that's what would happen. Because America's ableist, classist, sexist, racist system does just that. It's designed to punish people of color, poor people, women, people with disabilities. That's, though, that's, that's a feature. It's not a bug. That's how the system has been set up since the founding of this country. It's working exactly as it would ex- you would expect it to work if you know enough about it. And you're not going to solve the racist, the classist disparities unless you have programs that guarantee people certain basic rights. You're not going to have ICU beds in every rural county unless you have the government taking responsibility for doing so. For-profit companies have demonstrated they are not going to do that. 
you're not going to have uh, ventilators in with enough capacity as long as you leave it up to the for-profit industry. It's amazing how certain cities are setting up hospital beds in convention centers and stadiums and the two Navy ships are kind of being used. And yet dozens of hospitals around this country have closed because the corporate masters didn't think they were making enough money. That's what all of this is about. The Democratic Party is a little bit better than the Republican Party. True. But the Democratic Party is controlled by the corporate masters. The Democratic Party does not believe in basic human rights and equality and equity. The Democratic Party does not believe that everyone should have a chance to go to the doctor if they're sick. The Democratic Party doesn't believe that everyone should have a basic level of financial sustenance. It doesn't believe that everyone should have a, a, a roof over their head. The Democratic Party still, at its core, is run, controlled, and owned by the corporations. And this pandemic has, in a way that nothing has for a very long time proven that point. And we cannot continue to accept them saying, well, you have to vote for us because we're not as bad as the other guy. If we are ever going to have a party in this country and to have a system in this country that guarantees the dignity of humanity that says simply being alive guarantees you certain basic levels of coverage. We cannot continue to support the corporate-owned, largely status quo Democratic Party. A lot of us didn't think 2015 was that great. We had no interest in going back to the days of the Obama-Biden administration. In the midst of a pandemic, it looks even more appalling and disgusting than it did a year ago. All of this, and I haven't even talked about Joe Biden's personal failings, I'll leave those to another episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jonathan's Verdicts.